Hello and welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. On our podcast, we rank a list of items for you while making good, some would argue, great points. We don't rank our lists all willy-nilly. We don't just say willy-nilly. A, a beats B and B beats C because that's what I says. No, we have a system here. That's what I says. That's what I says. No, and we don't just send out a poll. We need Joe's six-pack of the Twitter. No. Send out a poll. Whatever. We don't use bracket play. Any Johnny Jack wagon with more than ten friends can put together a poll and hand that out. And They're just losers. Or a bracket, a bracket, right? And say one. But you know what happens? What's what are your two favorite desserts, sir? My two favorite desserts. Yeah. Um, well, I like peach cobbler. Yeah. And then my mom makes this cake. It's called the Claire cake. It's got like graham crackers. Oh yeah, and, good stuff. Um, you know. So hey, I got a poll. I got a bracket play. It's sixty-four best desserts. Look, round one, one versus sixteen. It's a Claire cake versus peach cobbler. Oh, I see the flaw in this system. Yeah. yeah. You're, now you're voting in round one. <laughs> it's just not fair. The, two, you know, two, fair. the two best things in the world are facing off in round one. A bracket system. Bracket play is a flawed system. I agree. So what we do is we use our matrix. Sometimes we call it a prioritizing grid. Nice job. Where each of our items face off against each other. Mano e mano. Nice. One on one. Head oh, to head. This is like some real deal mojo going on here. <laughs> These two things go ballot out. And the winner is the winner. And whoever has the most victories... Is the winner? Is the winner. Nice. Huh. And you might say, oh, well, so what happens? At the end of the season, uh, Bayside High is 9-1, and one, and so is uh, Bishop Sycamore. They're both 9-1. <laughs> okay. Well, so now what? Because they both won nine games. Well, guess what? Bishop Sycamore lost to Bayside High. Okay. So who's the winner now? Well, Bayside High. Bayside High. Zach Morris. Yeah. yeah. Because they won the game, guys. So we've got a flawless system. I think so. For picking a winner. So when we're done with our list, it's basically science. I, I think so. Now there's a little flaw in well, there. What if Bayside High... Lost to Beacon Hills? Right. Yeah. And... Beacon Hills lost, lost to Bishop, to Bishop Sycamore. Sycamore. Now what? Now what? Well, we, we, we do. Let's go back and look at the scores. So Bayside High... Just slaughtered Bishop Sycamore. Bishop okay. Sycamore beat Beacon Hills in overtime. And Beacon Hills beat uh, Bayside High in a pretty close matchup. But, sure. But, but, you know, it was... It was a close game. Close game, but still, like, you know, 24-17, right? So now you can go back and say, who scored the most points? Okay. That's our winner. All right. Once so again. if you're still listening after all of that, <laughs> welcome! <laughs> welcome. To uh, the That's a Good Point podcast. Is this the season finale? This is the season finale. This is episode number 40. This is kind of momentous. This is number 40. Episode 40. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah. Who would have thought we wouldn't have fired ourselves by now? (laughs) Hey, by the way, this is Dion here with... John. And Irv. So, welcome. Uh, Today, our list that we're ranking for you is Steven Spielberg movies. If you know anything about Steven Spielberg, he's a movie director. Correct. Also producer. Correct. He's also he does some, writing. some scripts. Yeah, written some scripts. Um, from California? No. Where is he from? Um, I think he was born East Coast, maybe. The United moved, States. Moved to Arizona for a while, then ended up in California. He was friends with George Lucas, if you've ever heard of him. He yeah. wrote and directed a few movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a, he gave a movie called Duel in 1971, was yeah. kind of his first feature film. Uh, his breakout film. We'll have on our list today. Yep. Uh, released in 1975. He's 74 years old. 
Didn't realize that. Born in Cincinnati, Ohio. There you go. That's, um, that's east of here. And that's not east coast, but it's east of here. Correct. It's a Cal State University, Long Beach, and of course now resides in, I'm guessing, the Southern California area. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, some of the Steven Spielberg movies. And so we went with movies that he was directed, is what you're going with here. Mm-hmm. So Spielberg movies that didn't make the cut, but you see on a lot of lists. The movie Lincoln. Anybody ever seen that one? I think it won some awards. I have not seen Lincoln. Uh, I think I saw it once. I saw it. Is it Daniel Day-Lewis that plays Lincoln? He's not even from America, and he plays Abraham Lincoln. I tell you. Yeah. The nerve of some people. Kids these days. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Always a very highly rated movie. Um, I saw it many years ago, and just, I don't know, it wasn't. My favorite, and so we didn't include it. Do you guys see it? I've not seen it. So Close Encounters? Yeah. Never. That so, was, by the way, I'm, I'm just kind of looking through some Steven Spielberg stuff. He's been, that was the first movie he was nominated for Best Director with, was Close Encounters. Probably why it makes a list, but, you know, like I said, it's a while ago since I've seen it. You guys haven't seen it, so it didn't make our, our list. That was back in 1977. So I said, you know, flawless system. I didn't say it's a flawless list because you got three fellas here that, you know, I'm what's known as a moron. (laughs) And I'm only a a few steps below these two, so. (laughs) Seven nominations for Best Director of the Academy Awards. That's probably pretty good. Uh, That is not the all-time leader. That is actually tied for fourth. Okay. Wow. Still good. William Wyler. 12 director nominees. Okay. And then Martin Scorsese, nine times. Okay. Eight times for Billy Wilder. Gotcha. And then seven for Woody Allen, David Lean, Steven Spielberg, and Fred Zinneman. Fred Zinneman. Oh, Fred Zinneman. Oh, Fred Zinneman. He directed some movies back in the day. So you mentioned Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Lincoln. Also, uh, Amistad, a good historical movie. That's a circle fiction. I've never seen it. Uh, Minority Report with uh, Tom Cruise. Good movie. Bridge of Spies uh, makes a lot of lists, but I've never seen it. No, I haven't either. Never seen it. It's, I'd like it's to. All on, it's on all three of our lists as, hey, we need to watch this at some point. It's going to be a good movie. Right. Um, the Post, another one on our list that we haven't seen, but don't know. And then Empire of the Sun makes a lot of lists. Munich. Munich. Is another. That's his latest that he was nominated for. What year was that that Munich was released? Um, Do you have that? Yeah, that was... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't the newest one. That was 2005 was Munich. Lincoln, he was also nominated for Best Director in 2012. That was his last one. Lincoln's a good movie. It's worth watching. Munich I just saw not too long ago, and it was was good. Yeah. Munich's about the 72 Olympics. Yep, and then the... Not to ruin it, but hunting down the people... Responsible for that, yeah, sure. By the Israeli intelligence right. committee, committee. It, it did happen almost fifty years ago. So if you don't know about it by now, sorry, catch up on the times. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know much though about the story of trying to find the people who were responsible for it. Okay, I knew so what happened, it, but do do you know? I get me putting you on the spot here. Do you know if it's historically accurate or is it kind of... I always do some... Hollywood eyes done this? It is... The basic idea of it is fairly accurate. Okay. I'm sure there are certain people and events that are... Sure. They're guessing what happened or they Hollywood it up a little bit. One of our movies on our list today is is like that. It's fairly accurate based on a lot of things, but, you know, obviously... 
I use the word Hollywoodize. You guys okay with making that up? Yep. We're talking about E.T., right? Yeah, E.T., yeah, yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so our list today, in no particular order, John already gave away number one, E.T. Number two, Catch Me If You Can. Number three, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's, that's the one I was talking about, was Jurassic Park. Sure. Uh, number four, Schindler's List. Number five, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number six, Jaws. And number seven, Saving Private Ryan. When I talked about movies I didn't include, we also didn't include Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Is that what yep. it's called? Okay. Yeah, it's a, the Crystal Skull. And they were all the Spielberg? Even the Crystal Skull? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, let me I know check. the first three, yes, were Spielberg. So the first trilogy and the initial yep. trilogy was And we, our trilogy challenge is still going strong, by the way. Oh, it's my still gosh, 2021. Yeah, oh, so. gosh, we haven't updated on that in a while. Whoa. Well, it's time to update. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, time to get down to brass tacks, I suppose. Tack it. Do some rankings here. So Spielberg did direct Crystal Skull. Excellent. Oh. Our first matchup is going to be E.T. versus Catch Me If You Can. Irv, do you have some information on maybe some rankings and years those were released? Or? Sure. So E.T., 1982 on IMDb as a 7.8 rating. Uh, That's out of 10, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. 98% on the tomato meter and a 91 on Metacritic. For Catch Me If You Can, it's 2002, uh, 8.1 on IMDb, uh, 96% on the tomato meter, and... 75 on Metacritic. All right. John, who are some of the people in those movies? Yeah, E.T., for me, not a ton of big names. Maybe you guys can expand. I mean, I know who Drew Barrymore is. Yeah, she was a little girl in that movie. Young girl, probably like eight, nine years old, I would bet, when this movie came out. Henry Thomas was the main character of Elliot. Yeah. And the only other name, and I think it's a great name, Peter Coyote, which you were talk, talking a lot oh, about I, him. I love Peter Coyote and all the Ken Burns documentaries. Not all the Ken Burns documentaries, but if you're a fan of uh, his baseball documentary, the National, Parks. National Parks, the Vietnam documentary, the narrator to all those is Peter Is he Coyote. the Dust Bowl one? Is Dust Bowl he might, Ken yeah. Burns is, is he a distant relative to Wild E? I believe Wild so. E. And Coyote. Space okay. Coyote from gotcha. the Sentience. Yeah, so. I believe so. I think they're all... So I did not see an alien on the cast. All right. So that must have... I wonder who played E.T. Yeah, I'm not mm. sure. Huh. Um, catch me if you can a little more of the... Hollywood names that you've come to know and love. I yeah. mean, Leonardo DiCaprio has been in dozens of big hits. Yep. And one of our favorites who we podcasted about back in season two, Tom Hanks, plays Carl Hanratty. And then, of course, the great Christopher Walken, Walken. as Frank Abagnale Sr. Marsupials. Some argue this is more of a Walken movie than a Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think we mentioned that. That's why we, this is not in yep. the Hanks movie podcast. Yeah, go back to season two, I believe. We ranked top Tom Hanks movies, and this was cut because we said it's probably more of a DiCaprio slash Walken vehicle yeah. than it is. My, my favorite Hanks. moment from this movie is the uh, two mice fall into yeah. a, <laughs> a, a bowl of butter. And and they, there's milk or whatever. Cream, milk, and, and, they, cream, and they, they churn, cream, it butter, they churn yeah. and walk their way out. <laughs> Absolutely. So this is going to be a tough one, E.T. versus Catch Me If You Can. So in our first matchup, I'm going to lead us off. Um, and I think I'm actually going to vote for E.T. This movie came out when I was just old enough to remember stuff. And E.T. was a cool movie. Um, Reese's Pieces were had some link to there. I think yeah. that's what he ate. And so I don't know that people even really ate those until this movie came out. 
Catch Me If You Can, great movie. Uh, but for me, the edge goes to E.T. We talked about um, gaming systems last week. We did. And I had the Atari 2600 I mentioned, and I actually had the E.T. game. Oh, nice. And you went around and like ate cookies, and you tried to call your spaceship to come get you. It wasn't one I really ever had much success with. Um, Catch Me If You Can is based off of a true story yep. of Frank Abagnale Jr., Real person. He's written books, talked about his um, life as a, I don't know, what would you call him? Con artist? Con, con artist, yep. Um, he, he really did get a job with the FBI eventually, right? Like that's He true, did, yeah. He, he, was, yep. he was pulled in to try to catch other people yep. Yep. similar to him yep. after he posed as a pilot and right. all that other right. stuff. And it, it's a great movie. Um E.T. probably had a bigger impact on society. Like, E.T. was a huge deal in yeah. the mid early 80s. Yep. Um, I personally probably like the movie Catch Me If You Can more, but do I like it more enough that I think it's better? That's a good question that only you can answer, yeah, John. That only I can answer this. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with Catch me if you can here because of the walk-in factor. The walk-in factor. The walk-in factor. Well, cowbell! <laughs> so, okay, when I did this list, I originally put together, like, you know, which one do I like better? Um, kind of went through my rankings, but then I thought to myself, I'm going to, you know, this is supposed to be the best Spielberg movie, so I took that and combined it with the ratings that are out there on some of these other websites, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and so on. Um, but in both scenarios, both in my personal rankings and then also in how all of it came out after adding in those websites, I am going to vote with Catch Me If You Can above E.T. It is going to be interesting how we all think about our vote differently. Yeah, how to vote, yeah. Because we we little pre-production. We kind of think about, about how you're thinking. Is that metacognition? Metacognition. You have been paying attention. <laughs> We were all very metacognitive yeah. in the pre-production. Yeah, absolutely. About so we, I would love things. to hear from the, some of the listeners, how do you interpret which is the better yeah. movie? Well, and I, I'm, I'll go along. Like, if you say, hey, do you want to watch E.T. or Catch Me If You Can? I'd probably pick Catch Me If You Can, but I voted for E.T. Going on what we just talked about. Like, yeah. I, I liked it a lot when it came out when I was a kid. It's, I, in my mind, it's probably the better movie, which is why I voted for it. Got it. Sure. John, you're going to lead us off on this one. E.T., which we already heard about, is going to take on Jurassic Park. Irv, what are some of the stats there on Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, 1993, 8.1 on IMDb, 92% on the tomato meter, and 68 on Metacritic. Nice. John, who are some of the people that were in? A uh, pretty good cast on Jurassic Park. Park. Uh, Sam Neill and Laura Dern are two of the main characters playing the scientists. Yep. Um, Jeff Goldblum, always fun to have in movies. Uh which one did you mention earlier um, when we were talking in pre-production? Uh, oh, Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. They, uh, I like, if you've seen the Planet Earth documentary, if you've seen pretty much any documentary with a British uh, narrator, it's probably Sir David Attenborough. His older brother is Richard Attenborough, okay. who's like the owner guy of Jurassic Park. Yeah, like so. the, the head honcho. And then yep, yep. smaller roles, but big names, Wayne Knight. Of Seinfeld fame. Absolutely, yeah. And you then Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Can't go wrong there. John, you lead us off on this one. Uh, I had never seen Jurassic Park until about 
June, and then I wa- I ripped off three of them in a oh. row. I haven't got to the newer ones yet. Mm-hmm. E.T. I watched as well this summer, but I had seen that before. I'd seen that growing up. I really like the original Jurassic Park because I like the idea of the theme park and the kind of the can we could this actually ever happen can you bring dinosaur dna back i'm sure the science teacher can get into that later <laughs> but sure. um, i'm going jurassic park okay so i'm gonna stick with my system much as i don't necessarily you're a system quarterback to, aren't system you? quarterback I'm, I'm the tom brady of my uh of my podcasting generation here system quarterback um no if I was going off my personal rankings, I'd, I'd go Jurassic Park. But um, if I'm including my other things in there, I'm going to have to go with E.T. on this one. All right, so that creates a tie. Are you yep. pulling a D on here? To... Well, again, I'm sticking <laughs> with my system. Um, I have to admit, I'd never seen Jurassic Park until a couple of days ago. Uh, I'm a biology teacher. If you've seen Jurassic Park, you know there's a little section in there about DNA and bringing back Teacher and quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I first started teaching, uh, this movie came out when I was in college, by the way, so it came out before I started teaching, but the math teacher's like, hey, I got Jurassic Park on VHS, you probably want to show some clips of that in your class, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about, and he showed me the section, and I got good at rewinding and fast-forwarding to that little section and showing it, so I'm very familiar with a certain part of it where they talk about about DNA. Um, Like I said, I saw this for the first time a couple days ago. I think it would have a different effect on me if I had seen it when it came out. You know what I mean? Like, this came, it came out in 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, probably at the time, I would guess some of the special effects and things in there were cutting edge. I mean, I, I watched it two days ago and it didn't look bad. I mean, it's yeah. not like no, it's, it's aged well. It's aged well and great actors in it. Um, I just think as a movie, um, I don't know that it's better than E.T. I'll say this. And you can make fun of me all you want. I'm not a huge reader, but I've read probably five or six Michael Crichton books, and this is based on a Michael Crichton book, and they all kind of set up the same way. I think about, um, he wrote Andromeda Strain, Sphere, Eaters of the Dead, um, Disclosure is another one. That's not a science, but a lot of me has, they kind of set up the same way. These scientists go to an area, and they all have different expertise. And so like the Jeff Goldblum character and the, Laura Dern character and Sam Hunt all dubbed kind of different focuses. And so I like the setup. I like the movie. I enjoyed it. But if you're asking me what's a better movie, I'm going to have to go E.T. here. And right so on. I'm giving that that Good degree. explanation. Good that points. Was a, sorry, that was a long explanation, but I was trying to make good points because our podcast is called... That's, That's a, a good, good point. point. All right, are we going to lead us off? This one is going to be... Uh, give me a second. E.T. versus Schindler's List, so a little Schindler's List stats. Schindler's List I have is 1993 as well. Uh, maybe did I write that down correctly? Yep, it came okay. out right after Jurassic. Okay, I want because I saw. Okay, 8.9 IMDb, 98 percent on the tomato meter, Woo! and 94 on Metacritic. It's a big tomato meter. Mm-hmm. That's Schindler's List. John, some actors in that one. Um, really, only three that I was familiar with. They they brought in a lot of. Um, Jewish actors, maybe a little lesser known to play a lot of the Jewish parts. Sure. Uh, but some big names that most people are probably familiar with, obviously, Liam Neeson is the star, plays Oscar Schindler. Oh. Um, Ralph Fiennes plays the uh, hauntingly good Eamon Goth, yep. um, the Nazi 
general, I don't know if he was a general, Nazi leader of right. the He's camp. in the SS, right? And, yeah. yeah. And then Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley, uh, played it's Itzhak Stern. A uh, little trivia nugget I picked up. John Williams, one of the best composers in movie history. You bet. Um, Spielberg showed it to him. And the interesting thing is Spielberg is Jewish, so this definitely hit home for him. But when he showed it to John Williams, Williams took a walk and was very um, taken in the emotions of it, came back and told Spielberg he deserved a better composer. And Spielberg said, I know, but they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) So Williams did write the music for it. Um, Would it be a good time to mention that John Williams composed four of these seven scores on our list? Uh, at least, right? We'll just say him and Steven Spielberg have spent some time together. They spent some time together, and he's well, yeah, one of the better composers of all time. We could probably, I, in fact, we might even do an episode in the future of Best John Yeah, Williams we've discussed scores. it, and so it might be on the horizon. Yep. So Irving, you'll lead us off. This is E.T. versus Schindler's List. Um. So again, incorporating my system here, you look at where it falls on rankings and ratings uh, across the board. Schindler's List is... Uh, going to be hard to beat today. I just think with ratings like that of the 8.9, 98% on the tomato meter, um, yes, it's a drama. It's a, it's very, um, you know, somber. can be kind of somber and slow in some places, but it is also a very long movie. Um, but I, I think that still is one of the most critically acclaimed movies of all time. I, yeah. I just think it's got to win here. Uh, you might have to fact-check me on this, but I believe this is the only Spielberg movie that actually won Best Picture with Schindler's List. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm going to back you up on that. I like E.T. Like I said, good memories from the formative years, but I'm going to vote for Schindler's List as well. One of these is based off of true stories. It is not the one with the alien. Oh, Okay. Hate to ruin it. Um, but Oscar Schindler, real person, yep. um, was actually given an award by the country of Israel many years later for the work that he did saving, oh, I don't even remember what the number Around was. Around a thousand. It was over a thousand. Yeah, I think. and I think now they are estimating that out of those, I think it's about 1,200 that he saved by putting them to work in his factories, that their ancestors now equal over 8,000 people sure. that are around because of Oscar Schindler. Which is kind of a cool deal. That is cool. Um, also, all in black and white, except for the very beginning when they're doing the credits and the girl in the red coat. Yep. Um, it, it seemed like that was a formative moment, and like in interviewing him, like he really remembered that, so they put that in color, right? Yeah, and I think I did a little reading on it, because that was the moment when Oscar Schindler was like, oh, these people are terrible. I need to do something. Yeah, he's because he started out just trying to profit from the war. Right, right. right yeah. And then you could follow that girl, and then she shows up later, dead. Right. And that. Sorry if we wrecked it, but that movie once again, thirty years old. So yeah. Go see the it. Statute of limitations yeah. is over, so. <laughs> I guess not thirty twenty. We'll put a spoiler alert at the beginning of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going Schindler's List. All right, that'll take Sweet. the victory. I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be E.T. versus Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. 1981 with an 8.4 on IMDb, 95% on Tomato Meter, and 85 on Metacritic. And I want, I want to ask a question. This is me being technical. Is it called Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, or is it just called Raiders of the Lost Ark? Because it's the first one. I think the other ones are called then Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. 
Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I think this one's just... I called... have some information for you. Okay. Let's hear it. On the IMDb, IMDb, IMDb page right now, it says Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. However, underneath that it says the original title was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Boom. So I think it came out as that, but then when they started to do good thing additional you're films... To remember that, Irv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, who are some of the actors in Raiders of the Lost Ark? You know... I only recognize two, so I don't know if you guys have further knowledge, but mm-hmm. obviously a few of us have heard of Harrison Ford. He's gone on to have a pretty Harrison solid career. Ford. Is, that, is that the car company? Yeah, okay. Hen- Henry's, Henry's middle son. Gotcha. Um, just a little younger than Edsel. <laughs> and so Harrison Ford, who of course has been in, a, I don't know, hundreds of movies, and Karen Allen's the only other one that I recognize on this list. Sure. Um, there's other great characters in here. For sure. But none that I know personally. Uh, Ronald Lacey, that character, he was the guy in the melting face and all that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else he was in. Once again, we're not hopefully not giving anything away. You've had right. Literally, that one's years, 40 years old. Right? Yeah, this this years is the Indiana Jones movie where the guy like does all the fancy sword tricks and then Indy just goes... Pulls out a gun and, yep. and shoots him. Yep. I saw a great meme on social media of... Matt Campbell and Kirk Ferentz in those roles with a oh, face boy. on them. I'm sure it was great to you, John. Kirk was indie. Yeah, uh, yeah, we get it. Um, the guy that played Salah. I'm about to process that. Uh, <laughs> do, do you have a cast in front of you? The guy that played Salah, Sal- John Reese Davis. John Reese Davies is in a Davis. lot of different movies. I think he's who's the dwarf in uh, Lord of the Rings? Gimli. Gimli. That's Gimli. The guy I thought it was sneezy. No, I'm pretty sure. I, you're going to have to du- fact check me here, but the guy that plays. Okay. Salah. 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 Gimli, and he's in quite a few other movies. Like he's, really? He's recognizable. Yeah. Anyway, I lead us off here. This is going to be E.T. versus Raiders of the Lost Ark, or later known as Indiana Jones and the later Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. You are correct on that, by the way. Thank you. Um,. And this is one where I'm going to have to abandon, you know, whatever logic we're using and just go with one of my favorite movies of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark, so I'm going to vote for it. John? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark for me, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with Raiders. And, yeah, I'm sticking with my system right now, but it's a later matchup, so I might, like you yeah. said, man, <laughs> systems are made to be broken. Yeah, it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, so Raiders for sure. John, you're going to lead us off. This one is E.T. versus Jaws. What are the old breakdown there on Jaws, Irv? Jaws, 1975. That's our oldest movie today. Uh, Things from 1975 are super old. Ancient antiques. (laughs) 8.0 on the IMDb, 98% on the tomato meter, and an 87 on the Metacritic. Some big stars in this one as well. Roy Scheider as Brody. Um, Richard Dreyfuss, I mean, he had a huge career and still does, I think. He's still alive, yeah. Um, I always think of him in The American President. That was one of my favorite movies sure. in the 90s. Uh, Robert Shaw was a big name, and this was one of his last movies. He died shortly after this, right? Yeah, he didn't live much past this one, but Robert Shaw's Quint uh-huh. was a huge character in this movie, too. All right, so Johnny, lead us off. E.T. versus Jaws. You know, I had never seen Jaws. It came out the year before I was born. But I hadn't seen it until this summer, ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew the premise. Big fish goes and eats people. And I know it affected some people. Yes. In, in some ways, which I'm sure we can get into momentarily. 
I am going to go with E.T. Gotcha. Irv? Oh, God. Talk about affecting people. I watched that movie way too young. Jaws <laughs> messed me up, man. That's why I, I waited till 44. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I have no desire to go to the ocean because of the movie Jaws. <laughs> okay? I, I have a phrase. FTO. You can figure out what those letters stand for. So, yeah, I... No, I... But as much as I do... As much as it scared me, I've gone back and watched it as an adult and have an appreciation for it. And... Again, sticking to my system for now, I'm going to go with Jaws sure. over E.T. Create the tie. Yep. Jaws is a uh, 46-year-old movie, and I only know that because I was born the year this came out and know how old I am. Um, E.T. isn't much younger. It was no. about seven. 82. 82. So. Seven years younger, yep. Um, but this is, Jaws was a feat when it came out, like yes. all the, the shark special effects. This was Steven Spielberg's breakout, by the way. That's what was in uh, the shark's stomach, too, was a feat. Yeah. John Peterson, please. <laughs> wow. That was good. I like that. Uh, E.T. also kind of, if you watch it in both of these movies you watch now, you're like, oh, the special effects didn't age terribly, but you yeah. can tell they're older. Or they're flying um, through the, on the bicycles, yeah. you can tell. Once again, I didn't watch it so young that it scarred me, because I hadn't seen... I'd seen parts of Jaws off and on, and you know, you're going to need a bigger boat. Everybody kind of knows that that quote. And so when I watched it, I just like... It's probably a sign of the times. The movie moved kind of slow. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's hard to discount this as his breakout movie. Right. Steven Spielberg was became a name after this. But... You could say these are two movies that most, even today's kids... Have heard of. Have heard of, and yeah. if you say Jaws, they think Shark. If you say E.T., they think Alien. Alien. Right. I think if he just has Jaws, it makes a name for him, and he goes on, whatever. So I know Indiana Jones was before E.T., so maybe he's still a thing, but like E.T., to me, is the movie that shot him into the stratosphere as, is this guy the best director ever? Because he's been involved with all these movies and we named some that didn't even make the list that are right. great and so I feel like E.T. I'm going to go back to the formative years and seeing this and love this movie and I'm going to give E.T. my vote just because I feel like even though Jaws was his breakthrough E.T. was the one that actually launched him into yeah this is he's the dude here okay Irv, let's start our last matchup. It's E.T. versus Saving Private Ryan what's your data there on Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan 1998 Receives an 8.6 on IMDb, 93% on the tomato meter, and 91 on Metacritic. All right. John, some actors in this one. This is going to be a Buffle long down. list. Yeah. Tom Hanks, you may have heard of him. Mm-hmm. He's, He's a key character. And this Captain movie Miller. did make our Tom Hanks list when we did this episode. Yes. Um, Matt Damon, very well known, obviously, the, all the Bourne movies and yeah. many the, other things. I brought him up in class to some kids the other day, and a lot of them had never heard of Matt Damon. Wow. I figured they'd at least seen like Ocean's Eleven or something. No, didn't know it was. Um, Tom Sizemore's in a ton of movies. Ed Burns, Adam Goldberg, Barry Pepper, Vin Diesel. Probably his first big movie. Um, Some others that are showing up on the list that I don't remember. It must have been very, very small parts. Ted Danson? Yep. And Paul Giamatti. Okay. 
So, I heard a, a podcast the other day with Ted Danson was on. They actually talked about Saving Private Ryan. So, so I'm going to have to. This is one I show in my history through film class in the spring. Um, so I'm going to have to do a little looking for Ted Danson. Yep. Irv, you lead us off on this one. Um, Saving Private Ryan, just because I, I think it's a better film. Um, one I've definitely gone back and watched a few more times. So got to go with that one. You betcha. I'm going to vote E.T. for those same reasons, and I have a different opinion. Um, I am all in on Saving Private Ryan with this one. All right. That'll take the victory. All right. Time to keep her moving. We've okay. talked about each of these movies. Let's do it. Next up, uh, I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be Catch Me If You Can versus Jurassic Park. Um, the one I enjoyed more here, and I think rankings-wise, they're probably both a little lower in these seven films we have. I, you'd have to correct me on that if I'm wrong, Irv, but the one I enjoyed more was Catch Me If You Can, so that's my vote. I like both of these movies quite a bit. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Jurassic Park, though, because right. of the special effects. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's going to be my, my tiebreaker, almost. Still currently sticking with my system. I gotta go catch me if you can, and that'll take the victory. John, you're gonna lead us off. It's gonna be catch me if you can versus Schindler's List. Um, I think because of the impact of the film, I'm gonna go Schindler's List. Yep, Schindler's List. Agreed. That'll make it a sweep. Irving, you're gonna lead us off. This is gonna be catch me if you can versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Same here. Such a great movie. One of my favorites. Sweep it. I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be Catch Me If You Can versus Jaws. I'm going to have to go with Catch Me If You Can on this one. Just like the movie a little better. Catch Me If You Can. I like I like how it moves. I like the story of Abignail, but then you also have the Tom Hanks hand-ratty guy trying to find him, and then those two storylines kind of intersect eventually. Yep. Give it the sweep. Give it the sweep. All right, John, you're going to lead us off. It's going to be Catch Me If You Can versus Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan. I vote Catch Me If You Can here, but Saving Private Ryan will take the victory. All right, Irving, will lead us off. This is going to be Jurassic Park versus Schindler's List. Um, if I was going off personal rankings, it would be different, but I'm sticking to my system still. Schindler's List. Mm. Uh, for me, it's both are the same. Schindler's List is a better movie, and I liked it more. Two different types of movies that I liked quite a bit. I hadn't seen Jurassic Park ever until this summer and Schindler's List it had been 20 plus years until I watched it last week um, Schindler's List was it's not it's a sad movie yeah, um, it's, yeah it's not a happy it's time. not a happy movie no. but I think it's very very well done and I'm going to give it the slight nod over Jurassic that Park that'll take the victory I'm going to lead us off this is me Jurassic Park Versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's kind of a rhyme, park and ark. Yep. Uh, give me the ark over the park. Um, I think the star power of just Harrison Ford and the musical scores are both really good here. Both mm -hmm. John Williams, I believe. They are. Yep. Yep. Um, John but Williams. I think the Raiders of the Lost Ark's music is top-notch. Sure. I'm going to give it the nod. Raiders. That'll take the victory. John, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Jurassic Park versus Jaws. Ooh, both focused around killer animals. Yeah. Um, 
I like the storyline better in Jurassic Park, though. Quicker moving. I think you mentioned, Dion, it's probably something to do with 1975. Things moved a little sure. slower. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go Jurassic Park. Still sticking with my system. Going with Jaws. Ooh, that's an yeah. upset. I didn't think mm-hmm. you'd do that. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with Irv here and go for Jaws just because it's more influential movie. Um, and, yeah. I, I, I probably enjoyed Jurassic Park a little more. Oh, but definitely. At, but. At, like, once again, I think if I had watched that when it came out versus mm. a couple days ago, it would have a different impact on me. But I sure. think Jaws is probably the overall better movie, and i got to give that the win for me, and that will give it the victory. Or if you're going to lead us off, it's going to be Jurassic Park versus Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. I'll back you up on that one. Sweet. Make it a sweet. All right, I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be Schindler's List versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this comes down to... Irv, can you tell me mm. some of the rankings here, some of the stats on these two? We're going... So Schindler's, Schindler's versus Raiders? Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. Okay, IMDB, Schindler's is 8.9, Raiders is 8.4. Okay, close. Rotten Tomato, it's 98% for Schindler's, 95% for um, Raiders. Gotcha. And then for uh, Metacritic, it's 94 for Schindler's, 85 for Ooh. Raiders. A low ranking on Metacritic there for Raiders. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that just goes to show Schindler's was probably a better film. It was his only best um, picture. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to stick with the system of voting for what's the actual better movie in all but one case, and that's where Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite movies, and so I'm going to vote for that. John? All right, I think I am going to base this on which, movie, which of these two films I like the best. And they both bring that's different... <laughs> What's that? That's, That's what I just did. Oh, you did? He went, you with Ra- he went with Raiders. Oh, totally. I was not paying attention. <laughs> I totally went away from what I thought you would. Yep. Um, but I'm a history teacher. They both have some history involved. Both Nazis. Both Nazis involved. Um, Schindler's List. I mean, there is history in a lot of these from Catch Me If You Can based on a true story. Um, Schindler's List. Raiders of the Lost Ark, loosely, and obviously Saving Private Ryan. Um, if I'm flipping TV stations and Schindler's List is on and Raiders of the Lost Ark is on, I am probably going to put my focus on Raiders of the Lost Ark, so that is my winner. Sure. Yeah, this is where I was going to break my system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Raiders had, of the Lost Ark. We had the same, same yeah. idea there. Yep, Raiders. John, you're going to off this is Schindler's List versus Jaws. Uh, this one I'm going to go Schindler's List. Schindler's Agreed. List. Agreed. That'll give it the sweep. Irving lead us off. Schindler's List versus Saving Private Ryan. Both uh, World War II movies. Yeah. Schindler's List. I, I agree. Schindler's List is just a better movie. Uh, I am going Saving Private Ryan. I love right. the D-Day story and the march through Europe. and It's kind of an interesting story of trying to find Private Ryan. Sure. All right. I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be Indiana Jones versus Jaws. Not even close. I'm going Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yep. Johnny Glissoff, Indiana Jones versus Saving Private Ryan. Oh, boy. <laughs> Screeching halt yeah. to, to the proceedings. Um, Saving Private Ryan. So, technically, Saving Private Ryan, according to my system, should win. But not so fast. But not friend. so fast. I'm <laughs> so putting on the Indiana Jones fedora, and I'm going with Raiders. 
Yeah, I like Indiana Jones and the Rangers. Did you Lost just Ark. throw out? Yeah, the for the for the last yeah the last couple. If we're Bones. going, which movie I like better, Indiana Jones versus Saving Private Ryan? It's not even close. Indiana really? Jones is so much better. Yeah, like Saving Private Ryan, good movie, but when you guys talk about well, Schindler's List was depressing, it's not like there's anything exciting about or fun about Saving Private Ryan. No, it's but like, oh, I just think depressing. It, no, I just think more though, like when you think about war movies, <laughs> when you're going to see people getting shot at, like you're much more likely to get maybe a little bit more into that the than action part of the it. The action part of it, like sure, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I suppose, but. Ah. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, Indiana Jones takes the victory. Last matchup that Irv, you're going to lead us off, is going to be Jaws versus Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. I'm going to go vote for Jaws. Saving Private Ryan. That'll take the victory. Let me do some tabulation. So I've been looking at um, Academy Award winners in the early 90s, since a few of our movies were in that era. Um, and movies that did not win the Academy Award. I'm going to list off a few. Okay. Give me your favorite or maybe a couple favorites out of... I'll probably list five to seven. Okay. 1990. Did not win the Academy Award. Goodfellas. Uh, 90... We'll skip that one. 92. A Few Good Men. Did not win. 93. The Fugitive. 94. Pulp Fiction. And The Shawshank Redemption. And I think we'll leave it at that. So your options. The Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, The Fugitive, A Few Good Men, Goodfellas. So the one that I think is the biggest... What's the... The biggest upset or that didn't happen just... And it's almost in retrospect because by some standards it's the best movie of all time. And that's Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, fact, we won't even like worry about who won instead of it. Yeah, because no, that's no, a I'm whole not gonna. I'm not going to worry about that. But if I'm going by which one of those is my... Favorite, and I think it should have won. Again, I don't know what it was going up against, but it would either be Pulp Fiction or Goodfellas. And if I have to pick one, I'd probably go Goodfellas. Okay, I'll tell you what they were going against after we finish. Yeah, this absolutely. So those those be the ones that I would highlight of all those. Yeah, I three of those are probably in my top ten movies of all time, being Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, and Shawshank Redemption. Sure. Um, like I, Few Good Men's a good movie. Threw it out. The Fugitive, eh. Yeah. Um, I think I would go with Goodfellas as well. I'm going to be a little different. that I'd put Fugitive on the same level as Shawshank and, and Goodfellas. Oh. And so, I mean, pull out the dice, give each of them two, two numbers on your six-sided die and roll it for, sure. for me. and that. We happen to be watching Goodfellas right now. It's on in the background, so I'll I'll back you both up on this. That might have influenced that us might, a little might bit. Might influence us a little bit, and, and, and go with Goodfellas. But on any given day, I can go with with either of the other. You talk about your top ten. None of those are in my top ten movies. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, Goodfellas was up against the winner was Dances with Wolves that year. Oh, a good movie. Okay, good movie. And also up for nomination were Awakenings, Ghost, and The Godfather Part Three. Okay. Oh, weird. I, you know, and I like Goodfellas better, but I don't have a problem with Dances with Wolves winning. Yeah. That's a good movie. And yeah, it is. Probably deserving of some awards. So. 94 was the maybe the best, one of the best years of all time, because the winner was Forrest Gump. Yeah. And then you had Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah that's a good that's, that's a, a good line. You said none of these make your top ten. Shawshank Redemption probably sneaks in, depending on the... Week, the day, whenever you're yep. talking about it. Yeah. 
interesting stuff. Saving Private Ryan was up for the award, but that was in 1998. Yeah. What was up against The Fugitive? Uh, the winner of 1993 was Schindler's List. Okay. Also, The Remains of the Day. Don't know it. Heard of it. The okay. Piano. In the Name of the Father and The Fugitive. Okay. So not as, nearly as strong as the next year. And that was the sequel to The Name of the Father, uh, The Son, and the scene that the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost yeah. was five yeah. years later. Yeah. Anyway, you guys want to hear the rankings? I do, I do, I do. Uh, sure. All right, I guess, and all you pointers out there probably want to hear this as well. Um, in seventh place, because we rated seven of them, and by the way, no ties, so it came out Ooh, fun. clean as a whistle here. Uh, number seven, Jurassic Park. Number six, Jaws. Number five, E.T. Number four, Catch Me If You Can. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. Number two, Schindler's List. And number one, probably based on some bias here, <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, old Indiana Jones, and you're probably not going to get her and I to vote against that. Nope. So it was the winner going in. It was the winner going in, and uh, there probably wasn't much, well, weren't too many good points you could make to pull me out of that vote there. So. No, it would have taken a lot of work. Yeah. So uh, if you've got feedback on our list, by the way, we are on social media. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. Oh no. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at That's a Good Point One. Point. Let us know what you think of those lists. So thanks for listening. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we had a trilogy challenge. Indiana Jones was on there. Yeah. Or if you want to go so, update us on that right now. To finish out the year here, so September's is Godfather. Godfather trilogy. October, yep. you can choose between the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit movies. Yep. November is Back to the Future. And then December is either Die Hard trilogy or... The Man With No Name, Fistful of Dollars, Few Dollars More, Good, Bad, and the Ugly Trilogy. Yeah, and when you do Die Hard Trilogy, which three Die Hard movies is it? Uh, the Just first one, three. One, two, three. So yeah. you're not like Die Hard with a Vengeance or... That's the third one. Or with Live Free or Die Hard. Live Free hard, or, or A Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah, not hard, either not, of those no, two. Okay. So. We also have some bonus ones on there. Also, feel free to go back and watch the, the months you've missed. Um, you can go find that posted on our Twitter, Yep. the different ones, so... Hopefully we've been keeping up with that, because uh, we'll probably do a future episode, uh, Best Trilogies. Yeah, I would think so. That will come from that That'll list. be fun. Um, thank you for listening for 40 episodes, four seasons of That's a Good Point. Uh, we've noticed we started this during COVID shutdown times, and we were looking for something to do. Um, there was a little bit of a different schedule for us uh, last year with COVID, and now things even though COVID's still raging, there's still a pandemic, don't get me wrong, but our schedule is more like it used to be, and we're finding it's just hard to carve out time to do this. So, yeah, just not as much time to get stuff done at yeah. school anymore. It's like they expect us to like, do our job and stuff. <laughs> Weird. Don't they know we have a podcast? Yeah. And we have pointers to keep happy? Yes. So, our plan, we are going to have a season five, hopefully season six, seven through 27, however many we can get in. Uh, keep sending us those ideas for risk, lists to rank. I was going to say risk to rank. Risk to rank, list to rank. List to rank, whatever. Um, keep sending those to us. But it may be more, you've heard of our first few seasons, we had those from the vault type episodes. Yep. So we may just record when we have a chance. From the vault does not mean that they've been previously recorded and sent out. I think some people were under the impression, oh, this is one where they've already published. Oh, like a, yeah, it's like a republish. Yeah, it is not a redo. 
It's nope. still a new episode. New episode, which we just recorded a long time before it was released. Well, it's kind of so. like how we did our quick six. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. putting that all, compiling all that, you know, that's for this season. So so we, we will record a lot of episodes and just put them in the bank and release them as we get a chance, but they may there might be some time-sensitive material we may be talking about. Hey, check out that Reagan, huh? You know what I'm talking about? Ronald Reagan, president? Ronald Reagan? Yeah. The actor? <laughs> and and he's not really the actor or the president anymore. Ronald Reagan died, guys. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So, it'd be that kind of stuff. So. Sure. Time-sensitive. Right. So, if we have some time-sensitive stuff in the next season, just realize we're recording when we can and probably releasing into... You know, so thank you to all you pointers for those uh, 40 episodes four seasons we've put out so far uh, we look forward to the future and until next time goodbye Thank you.